rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, all right. What's going on? Yo, there it is. Hi, 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 hi. Where you been? It's only been a few. It's all. It's we we've see we saw each other yesterday. So I'm back. This is Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And we need it. <laughs> I don't know about you. I need it. I think I have PTSD from a lack of all those things in my my environment. Being an American is not that easy, is it? Especially with the shit show going on. And also living in two different versions of reality. Today's the second anniversary of the domestic terrorist attack on democracy the the ongoing coup it's continuing the slow motion coup uh is, is it slow motion though well that day it was right before our eyes we watched the american the the fifth column try to stop a legal election and they're still at it and um so today is the anniversary of of january 6th the second anniversary Republicans uh, avoided all the... There was one Republican at one of the commemorations today at the Capitol. That was it. The rest of them uh, avoided any any commemoration, any acknowledgement of January 6th. They avoided it at all costs. And that shame on them, really. Shame on them. But like my father always said... We can only expect grunts from pigs and no, well, no offense to pigs, really. No, really, no insult to pigs who would never behave like that. Seriously. And okay, so uh, before we get going, thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat right out of the gate. Another great show, Tara. All right, we meet here. This is our regular, our regularly scheduled Friday evening get-together. If you're on any other channel, come on over to youtube.com slash channel slash Tarabuster to hang out in the greatest chat room in American history with the greatest people in American history, the greatest Americans. We also have some people from other countries, which I appreciate. I'm also incredibly jealous of them. Because uh, and I like that they're hanging out in the chat room because maybe I'll just ask them if I could come stay on the couch or something, you know. Get me the fuck out of here. Why did my mo- my grandmother? Okay, I have to pose this question every other week. Why? What was she thinking? Oh shit! Here he comes. Hi, honey. We just started the show, and here he is, Tara Junior Junior. I might have to put him in the bedroom. But I'll do that when we play a a, a a video. I should have put him in the bedroom before. Because he's, you know, you know how he gets. Some people don't like that. They don't like him to continuously interrupt the show. But it's okay. So let's see. Let me think. Let me think. What was that? Oh, yeah. So if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. That'll help us. Help the show keep going and growing, all right? 
and um, that helps. It does. And if you can give the show a good review on iTunes, that also helps. Share the show with your friends. Please, uh, you know, this is how we do it. This is the liberal media. We, the actual, the real liberal media. So we don't have big billionaire benefactors. We only have each other. And um, yeah, I, ha- I, I lean heavily on you. So thank you. Um, and also support our sponsors, APS Radio News, most specifically, uh, very great, uh, independent media outlet that also hosts Tara Buster. And I'm really, um, proud and I'm very, uh, you know, uh, happy, happy, proud. What else? What are the emotions I feel? Let me, I've had a lot of therapy. I have to process it. Um, it's great. It is. Is that a feeling? No, neither is, uh, you know, I used to say I feel fucked up and of course, you know, my sponsor or my therapist would say fucked up is not a feeling, right? So it's true. Get more specific. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy that the show has allowed me and us to come together and get to know each other. And thank, thankfully, because of the internet, we live in a small world so we can reach out and we're there for each other. So in, in these difficult times, because it's only going to get worse, you know, it really is, when the Republicans fully take control, because the clown show, is it, it, it continues. I don't know, and I'm sure you've been following it, Kevin McCarthy, who is not a leader, by the way. He wants to be leader. He wants his portrait up on the wall. And, you know, he wants to go down in history as somebody that, you know, who cares? Uh, he, he does. He will do nothing. He will. He stands for nothing. He well, he stands for white supremacy. That's what he stands for. He stands for hierarchy. He stands for concentrated wealth. He stands for upward immobility. And he stands for uh, the, uh, well, he also stands for dragging us back to the dark ages. That's what he stands for. And he stands for anything that will um, allow him to have his, his ass kissed in some way. I don't know what it is. Um he has no, I mean, he, what does he stand for? Does he have any, um, you know, does he have any, does anybody know what policies he stands for? Does he have, I mean, when you think about Bernie Sanders, for example, we know what he stands for. We, you know what he, um, you know, he's the real deal. He is out there trying to help people. He literally would organize bus trips to Canada so seniors could be able to get through the month because they couldn't afford American uh, the, the, the cost of American medicine. So, so he would do that, you know, in his spare time. So if you want to, you want to know somebody, what, how do they spend their time? How do they, who are their friends, Right. So I wonder about Kevin McCarthy. Who, who, what does he stand for besides anything that will give him power? But he, or a title. I mean, I guess it's the, it's like the rest of them. It's like Trump 
getting uh, a degree supposedly f- from Wharton, right? He went to Wharton and he, and he would say uh, he has this degree from this great business school, but as we know, he never took a test. He doesn't I mean, obviously he didn't sit in the classes. He paid people to take his tests. He paid people to take the SATs to get into college and write all of his um, papers and whatnot. So, you know, um, he got the degree, I guess. He got to put it on the wall. But what? at what? what he earned nothing. You know, this is what I don't understand about these Republicans. They want... It's like stolen valor, right? You see, I'm sure you've seen... Um, you know, you've heard about it too, but you, there's videos of dumbasses walking around in uh, military uniforms or whatnot, trying to get uh, whatever discounts at the mall or uh, whatever it might be. They got they're very sick, you know, dressed up like like soldiers, and uh, it's offensive. It's stolen valor, but that's what it is. That's the that's the entire Republican Party. What? Like, why? What do you stand for, people, besides yourself? I mean, look at... we. Yesterday, we went through um, the, George Santos, who is a con man, and it seems like more the, as the days go by, the Republicans are... You know, the first day he sat there, and he was kind of... You know, it was like the first day in a new school. No one wanted to talk to him. And, uh, you know, because Republicans are, they are like a, it really is like a high school lunchroom. That's the way they, they operate. Um, and it's like when, <laughs> for example, Perjury Trader Green tweeted something out about how Paul Gosar was talking to AOC and, uh, and Perjury Trader Green tweeted a picture of that, of their conversation, you know, of them two talking. And she said, what is, ne- what's this? They never, he never talks to her. You know, he, she was very offended that this kook was talking to AOC. And I guess no one, no one was paying t- attention to Perjury Trader Green's note that she passed around during the lunchroom that said everybody uh, no one talked to AOC, right? I mean, this is what this is what they do, right? Because they are, um, you know, they lack the maturity to function in a free democratic society. All right, we'll be right back. Hold on, hold on, don't go anywhere. This is Tara Devlin. All right, all right, we're back. We're back. See how fast that was? And nice to see you in the chat. I see you guys. I see you. Nice to see you, Credo Vision. Hi, Tara. Tell Junior that Lester says hi. I will. How's Lester? How is he? Is he is he uh, is he a producer as well? <laughs> now, Junior. See, I put the AC on. It's very hot in my apartment. I don't control the heat, so it gets incredibly hot when they put the heat on. I I swear to God, it's like you you want to choke on it. But um, I guess it's. I don't know. It's hard to find that happy medium. But he likes the AC. He likes to sit in front of the AC and he meows into the into the vents. It's very cute. Because you know how kids do that? You used to do that when you were a kid. When you sat in front of a fan and you would go, make a noise and listen to it, come reverberate back. That's what he does. It's very, he's, my, he's my son. What can I say? And uh, 
Yes, yes, yes. BB Delay says, watching criminals on TV each day, walking between the raindrops is hard. Yes. (laughs) And Bob says, I interrupted my replay of Thursday with this live show, and then I'll finish the replay, but may get sucked into a YouTube time warp. Thanks, Obama. Exactly. Bob Johnson on the chat. That's great. So... Yes, Lester is my cat, Credo Vision says. We had a picture on Facebook with matching hats. Aw, that's very cute, very cute. Well, anyway, we'll talk about, you know, if this were, if we weren't living in fascism or and fighting fascism, that's the kind of show we would have. We would talk about cats and pets. I would love to do a show like that. Just, you know, talk about how to, I don't know, help your local animals your i mean for example there's i mean i might have another project on my hands with a cat that is uh that one of the community cats that i suspect is uh, someone dumped him and it really breaks my heart all the time when i see him and i'm i'm going to i've made the decision that i'm going to trap him and try to bring him into my home. I mean, in a cage, of course, and I'll have to keep him separate from my other guys, but to assess whether he is, um, you know, friendly or not. It's hard to tell when they're outside, but he, he kind of acts like it. But uh, you can't touch him, but he's very, you know, he rolls on his back, he meows. It's uh, stuff that feral cats don't do, you know? So, look, this is him. Oh, he can't see it. Damn it, Dim. Why can't you see that? Oh, no. There it is. Yeah, it's like it's reflecting weird on the video. Hmm. That's odd how the video, you can see the pictures, but not the video. Hmm. Anyway. I was just going to show you. It's he's it's just a little guy rolling on his back. Okay, whatever. Let's not. Uh, yeah, if this were a, a if we weren't in fascism, this is this would be the topic of the show. Okay, but let's since we are, let's talk about fascism because um, it keeps getting worse, and that's what the Republican. You know, it's really offensive to uh, to when you think about it, and also when you don't think about it that the Republicans didn't take a a minute they couldn't take a half hour out of their day to commemorate or to honor the heroes of january 6th who fought and put their lives on the line to save the lives of all the assholes who are now um wrecking congress right they couldn't take a minute five minutes 15 minutes that's that's your leader, Leader McCarthy. Apparently, according to some of the Democrats who who were were at the commemoration, um, while the Democrats were were honoring um, the heroes of January sixth, the Republicans were in a conference where what's his face McCarthy couldn't. He was on a phone call with the rest of his fascist co-conspirators and, um, you know, negotiating over the phone. I don't know, whatever, who cares? 
They, what what else can we? Isn't this is this fucking insane? That they that it's only two years. This is how dangerous it is. That they have that they're still trying to rewrite history, despite the fact that you know we we know what's what we saw it. They're on the wrong side of history yet again. And they're not like, but you know, all right, all right. I have to get, let me get my, uh, I know I'm all over the place. Let's, let me focus. Let me focus. Well, today let's start here then. Sometimes you just have a lot of words in your head and they want to come out at the same time. That's the way it is. And okay. Did you see Ashley Babbitt's mother was arrested today? Because clearly the apple didn't fall far from the tree. She was arrested because she's, you know, she's a, a narcissist, a traitor, whose, whose traitor daughter was killed not by the Capitol Police officer. You know, he technically shot her with, on, uh, after warning her three times and then instead of uh, heeding the war you know if she just complied right isn't this what we always hear from republicans when they kill unarmed uh, um, people with darker pigment when cops kill somebody oh why didn't they comply instead ashley babbitt broke bro- uh, literally b- broke down a door, she broke the windows, well, helped break the windows of a door, which was barricaded. You know, what What do you do when um, you see a barricade? Not just, you know, they're barricaded with furniture up to the ceiling. And, you know, that's kind of, um, it kind of, it's a, it's a tell that they don't want you in there. You know, that you're a bunch of domestic terrorists and you're, you're not supposed to go in there. So when you break the windows and then they warn you, don't, don't come in here, dum-dum. And you get shot. I mean, why didn't you comply? She was killed by Trump's lies. She wasn't killed by the Capitol police. She was killed by first her mind was turned to mush and i don't think it was much there to begin with because she really was a piece of work ashley Babbitt. she was a true trump and of course you know the republicans because they are fascists and even when they don't uh, they're not trying even when they're not trying okay they're they are following the footsteps of the nazis they so emulate and love and and also uh you know who the nazis the modern nazis vote for them so they want to nazis think they're doing something right i mean ashley babbitt i remember um i think i played this before this is how sick she was everybody huh huh you got where where is where is kamala where is kamala talking about isis like kkk we got this migrant camera you know what we have Wow. If people can't get to work, our economy is going to take an, a- an absolute tank because you guys refuse to choose America, America over your stupid political party. Well, I am what? so tired of it. You have, Incredible. you try to make it. Hold like on. 
So this is, we're listening to Ashley Babbitt's ramblings. It's incredible how, how sick she was. Wide angle lenses, and you, you have to, you try to make it to your echo chambers, have these large followings. You, you got 40 people showing up, and you want to do a headline with CNN talking about, oh, we got massive protests uh, for Trump shutting the borders. And no, we do not. No, we do not. What we do have is a massive amount of pissed off people like I am because you guys will not sit down and do your jobs. I am so sick of these politicians in this goddamn state. I can't take it anymore. They're all worried about what Trump is doing. How about we worry about what the hell you're doing? What have you done? Maxine Waters, what what have you done? And you're talking about, oh, this thing on the border is a political ploy that Trump's done. Where are you? You're not even here. Wow. You, you're, you're talking all this crap up north in your district. What is Why she even fucking saying? It's like someone is, is, is having a, a crisis and needs to be hospitalized. That's what this is. That's a, a, a cry for help. It's a, a talk about uh, words all f- stumbling over each other, trying to get out of her mouth. Jesus Christ. It's like a litany of right wing fever dreams that all stuffed in that tiny head when, uh, you know, and triggered by Republican lies. And this is what, uh, a prime example of what I say about Republicans, how they are politically, they commit political malpractice. They commit the, uh, crimes against humanity, really. Because if you are in a position of leadership and your, your responsibility, you're being, um, you know, you are elected, you're an elected representative to represent your constituents, to represent the people, or, and, uh, you know, e pluribus unum and all that, uh, the general welfare. You don't, min- you don't purposefully manipulate them into, uh, into manic episodes like that. And they're, 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 they know they're lying. Kevin McCarthy knows that the election wasn't stolen. He knows that Trump is a traitor. He knows that, and he said it on the night of January 6th, Trump is responsible. And he's had it with this guy. We have him on tape. I've had it with this guy. And Liz Cheney asks him about, will the president, will the so-called President Trump resign? And he he says something about how he was going to, um, he was going to broach it with him about him resigning. Well, that's what he should have done. All of the Republicans should have banded together at that time, or at least the large majority of them, and said, that's it. You're, it's over, Bubby. Get the fuck out. Get out, you traitor. You, this is, you've crossed the line. Instead, what did Kevin McCarthy do? He went down to Maramoron and kissed Trump's ass and revitalized his whatever i don't even know his does he have a political future um uh, in his mind he does but i i do hope he is still he's still out there though as much as he is a monstrosity this is the the um what do you call it the the concern is that and i it's oh, it's been my concern forever that it's that people continue to vote for Republicans, you know, no matter what. Yeah, and Trump is vile, but they're all Trump. 
They were all disgusting. And to to do this to this poor, this sick fucking woman, Ashley Babbitt, they killed her. They killed her, and now they're using her. They they used her when she was alive. They they turned her life. I mean, who into shit? How when somebody is in a manic episode like this, screaming and ranting, not making any sense? They're not happy. This isn't a happy person. You know. This is a very sick person, and they used her they used her in life that and they use her in death she's the hearst vessel of the republican party and if for those who don't know hearst it was um is it hearst vessel hearst vessel yeah the nazi is a similar story that's what's so chilling about republicans during the hearst let me say hearst vessel it's w-e-s Yeah, Horst, Horst, Vessel, W-E-S-S-E-L, was a a Nazi. He was an early adopter of the Nazi filth. So, yeah, he he was a real he was a real dirtbag, and he lived a dirtbag existence, and was known for getting into bar fights with communists and things like that. He was a real piece of shit, and he got. He was in a bar fight. That's what happened. He got he was killed in a in a fight with communists, and they turned him into a martyr. And um, yeah, he became um, uh, be- uh, no no yeah that's what happened. What am I saying? I'm getting it all confused now. He was he used he was a um, he was known you know as an early adopter of the Nazi filth. He was a real piece of shit, and he. Uh, was known for getting into bar fights and using violence, but he was killed during the Beer Hall Putsch, uh, the first, um, you know, when Hitler first tried to overthrow the German Reich, uh, whatever, the German, uh, what do you call it? Why, why can't I talk? You know, uh, the Weimar Republic, they, he tried to overthrow it with force initially, and Hearst Vessel was killed during that uh, the beer hall putsch, and then they turned him into a martyr. This is, I mean, it's kind of a similar thing, and this is what the Republicans are doing with their beer hall putsch. They're trying to turn Ashley Babbitt into a martyr. I mean, there are many similarities. It's incredibly chilling. Like, for example, I remember playing this video of the Republicans, um, of one of the, one of their gatherings where they took a flag out and they were, they all pledged allegiance to the flag that was flown on January 6th. So that is such a Nazi thing. And in fact, it was the, the, it's the same thing. Trump, I mean, Trump, Hitler, <laughs> see, they occupy the same part of the brain. Uh, so, yeah, I get them mixed up. Hitler uh, would consen- consecrate other Nazi flags using a flag that was at the Beer Hall Putsch. And that's exactly what the Republicans were doing. 
they put they pulled out this flag from January sixth, and they were all uh, you know pledging allegiance to it, and and it, it's it's just you can't make it up. And you know if you haven't learned from history, we will uh, we will definitely repeat it. So it is the only good thing I guess about whatever is about this time in a way is that it, even the corporate media pundits recognize the danger of Republican fascists and they uh, for who they are. They are fascists and I have some more receipts to prove it. We're going to talk about Ron DeSantis and his yeah, he he's far more dangerous fascist in my opinion. And you know, um he is now rebuilding or saying that uh, he's revitalizing education, quote-unquote, in Florida by uh, he created a commission where, um, where is it, Christopher Rufo, all the, the worst, one, not all of them, but a, a six of the worst human beings on the planet are going to rewrite uh, education in Florida. It's incredibly uh, Nazi. They are Nazis. They cannot help it. Yeah, DeSantis administration wants to model new college on Hillsdale College. Governor Ron DeSantis has appointed conservative activist Christopher Rufo. He's not an activist. He's a racist. He's a piece of dirt. He is a, a manipulator. He's somebody that helped contribute to the death of Ashley Babbitt. And we, ha- we have his tweets where he said, you know, uh, he's the guy that hates cr- critical race theory. You know, he's the, he's the architect of um, anti-critical race theory bullshit. And before, I guess, he became well-known for his hatred of critical race theory, he tweeted, uh, he let the cat out of the bag, basically, by tweeting that, um, uh, that what they were up to was they were going to put, put everything under the umbrella of critical race theory, then um, you know, vilify it all, it, you know, because they have no idea. What they're talking about, they're just fascists. They just want you and me to be under their uh, authoritarian fascism. So, yeah, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, let's see, what does it say? Five others to the new college board of trustees in his continuing move to eliminate, to eliminate, you see how doublespeak? Eliminate political ideology from public higher education, which means what? There's no liberals on this board. It's not like he wants to actually do something sincerely. They're doing it to inflict their filthy authoritarian manias on the country. I mean, on Florida first, but then the country, you know. When people show you who they are, believe them. It's like when um, FDR was governor of New York, the, the, uh, during the Great Depression, New York was the only state that had any kind of public, uh, public assistance. 
New York was the first state with unemployment insurance and uh, and uh, social and a form of social security. It's the same thing. That's what that's what Democrats do. What do Republicans do? This is uh, he spends his time, Governor Effin DeSantis, doing all that he can to divide and conquer, you know, through uh, his fascist whatever his shit show. His with with six new members on the school's board of trustees, DeSantis plans to weed out concepts like diversity, equity, and inclusion. Can you believe this? Like as if these are bad things. And critical race theory, which means nothing. Right? It's and how many times we got to go over it? Critical race theory, it's a college-level law class, right, that's not taught uh, to elementary school students, but everything is critical race theory to them when you—and it doesn't matter what it is. It's it's race. They talk about race, and they can't get it. They can't have that because it's very triggering— to the fascists. It's very, it's, it's scary to them. Anything to do with race, diversity, decency, you know, trying to, if they're, if they're, are, if they're afraid of other people, that's because they're ignorant and he's just making them worse. They're not, this is why you will never have, you'll never catch a Republican encouraging people like Ashley Babbitt to, you know, to open their minds to stop and maybe learn something about other people. Stop and just, uh, you know, shut their mouths and perhaps, I don't know, put themselves in, the, in somebody else's shoes. They will never encourage the, the people they pretend to represent. They'll never encourage them to evolve and be good, decent people. They're only telling them that they're under attack that everyone wants to get them, that other people, they should be afraid of others. They should be afraid of their fellow Americans. That's why they need to have guns. They need to scream and yell. Yeah, everybody's stealing from them, right? But the real people who are stealing from them are the Republicans. They're stealing their, uh, you know, their sanity, if, they're ha- if they have any. They're stealing their the shreds of humanity they might have. You know, they're stealing serenity from these people because we only have a short time here to share this planet with others, with each other. And, you know, you think you want to spend it like, like this friggin' Ashley Babbitt bitch? I mean, obviously now she's uh, doesn't have to worry about it anymore. But listen to her. Your own goddamn district and the shit's going on there. You are a complete, re- you, you, I'm telling you right now, I'm putting all you on notice. Every single one of you politicians in California, Gavin Newsom, Jerry Brown, Maxine Waters, Duncan Hunter, what the hell are you doing? Duncan Hunter, where? where- it's incredible. It's reminds what we played this, uh, where is that lady? The crazy QAnon who quit. Right? Where the fuck is that? 
They all sound like that. I mean, what's the difference between her and the, the crazy QAnon lady that, that quit? Oh, man. I thought I had that video right at my fingertips. Let me see. I have this one, though. I'm not a witch. <laughs> I'm nothing you've heard. I'm nothing. I'm you. You're me. None of what? us are perfect. But none of us can be happy with what we see all around us. Politicians who think spending, trading favors, and backroom deals are the ways to stay in office. I'll go to Washington and do what you'd do. Are we close to seeing uh, Mr. Kim here at the White House? Uh, could happen. I mean, they talked yeah, about that yesterday. I would, with I would the have White him. Company. Yeah, I think it's something that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey. He's hey. The, Head I'm sorry, country, I'm doing I mean, this to you. He's the strong head. Mm -hmm. Don't let anyone think anything different. Right. He oh, speaks yeah. and his people sit up at attention. They sit I want up at my attention. The same. Well, I want my people to do the same because, you know, freedom and all. Roll the camera. There are a lot of orbs here right now. No matter what happens from here on in, I'm not coming back. You blew it. You orbs. Get the fuck out of my house. I seriously mean it. Get out. What's the difference between her and... Is everybody? Huh? Huh? You got it. Where, where is where is Kamala? Where is huh? Kamala? Huh? Talking huh? about ice. Where's Kamala? Well, she's the vice president, dumb bitch. I guess she's vice presidenting somewhere. Where's Kamala? Huh? 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 So that's what I mean. They Republicans they robbed this woman of her sanity, her serenity, yeah, her life. She could have been just living her life, doing things, you know, whatever. Take a hobby. Volunteer. Go fucking uh, save Mumia and f whatever. Free, free Mumia and save the whales. Whatever you want to do, dumb bitch. But, you know, she, this is what they turned her into. And it's, it's an abomination. They are disgusting to do that to people. You know, you have an obligation. If you're, you know, it's it's really it's punching down. It's another version of punching down. How they uh, manipulate these morons. They manipulate the minds of morons, and they rob them of their serenity. And it's really disgusting. And you don't see Democrats doing that, do you? As much as we can criticize Democrats for various reasons, and we will, and and we will do it when they deserve it. We will do, do it when, you know, we criticize the money in politics, of course. But you don't, you don't see Democrats trying to twist the minds of the easily led and the easily manipulated. If anything, Democrats try to get them health care, try to ensure that they can earn a living wage in decent working conditions, right? At least stepping in the right direction. They're not trying to rob them of their serenity and their lives, of this blip of time that we share together. And there the Republicans are, telling them that everyone's out to get them. They're under attack. Everywhere they go, they're being suppressed. They're being, uh, like, for example... Um, that, you know, they're all, if you listen to the, to the speeches of the Republicans in this, this pathetic attempt to pretend that 
Kevin McCarthy is a leader, uh, they they go on about how uh, the you know you could see the, wi- the it's it's a window into the right wing world and uh, to see it through their whatever. I mean, you wouldn't want you don't want to go in there alone, of course. You want to bring backup, but it's you, just to see the world through their eyes for a second. And that you could tell what's on their minds, you know, what the what the latest talking points are, what the trigger points are. Yeah. And there, of course, it's the border and how the how there are how how conservatives are being censored. That's another thing they keep talking about, because um They've been telling their morons that uh, one of whom would be Ashley Babbitt if they hadn't already killed her. Um, but they're telling them that they're being they're being a, on, they're under attack by big tech. Big tech is coming to get them and censoring their their conservative voices. And I I just have to ask, and no one ever gives any. Uh, examples, of course. So we're stay tuned, though. There are going to be a lot of hearings on this, and it will be fun. And I do hope that whoever gets called up in front of these these sham artists, these the Republican scam show, the shit show, the clown show, and they start doing their uh, Fox News auditions and banging the tables and raising their voices and and playing their professional victim cards because no matter what they're always the victim right oh here comes the music hold on a second we'll be right back Tara Buster but uh, so we're talking you know with the big tech when they when the um, what do you call it when the hearings begin you know they're going to I hope that whoever gets called up in front of the conservative clown show goes back at them and says, well, give us an example. Who who was who was censored? Who's canceled? And by what? What what did they say? You know, what did they what what was removed? I mean, we're show us where a conservative idea was canceled you know uh, like for example were your tweets about low taxes on the rich or uh rolling back regulations were those removed i highly doubt it or were it uh were your tweets about um you know attacking those who weren't like you you know kicking down on minority groups especially trans people were your hate mongering or your your n-word yelling that that's the stuff that got people in the doghouse on twitter right so i i that's what i always i i have to ask you know with uh, the corporate media and and in general the, the the we never get specifics we never get actual examples Everyone is just uh, being canceled, but we don't know why. You know, because I don't see anyone getting a tweet taken down saying, hey, yeah, I don't think the rich should pay taxes. It's not like you're being censored. 
Because what else is what what is the conservative ideology that uh, is being is being censored? It's anyway, whatever you know what I'm saying. Yeah, huh, huh? How are you doing? District. Where's Kamala? Why don't you worry about your own goddamn district and the shit that's going on what there? What is she you even are saying? Complete, you, you, I'm telling you right now, I'm putting all you on notice. Every single wow. one of you politicians in California, Gavin Newsom, Jerry Brown, Maxine Waters, Duncan Hunter, what the hell are you doing? Duncan Hunter, where? where? It's incredible. Absolutely no sense, but, you know, keep yelling and screaming. Anyway, so uh, here's her mother. Yeah, huh? Where's Kamala? Huh? Where is she? Ashley Babbitt's mother. There she is. There she is. You know, because they're the victims, right? They, they, this is their pro-January 6th insurrection march. Yeah, it was a handful of traitors because, you know, they are the minority. These people don't seem to understand. I mean, there's always a few, right? No matter what. That's why they are in the minority. Never forget that we're the majority, that we will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and we are, you know, the ones who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society. There are more of us. They are, these people are a minority. The entire shit show going on in the House and the Republicans... They are the minority. I don't care if they're technically in the majority. They represent fewer people. They receive fewer votes. They have a ideology that is not embraced by the majority. They have a they have and they are you know they're twisted. But they are there's a bottom you know the bottom of authoritarian followers is about thir- what is it thirty five percent or something like that. That's why you'll always have. The you know you'll never convince these people, so you just have to keep moving on without them. But anyway, so here's Ashley Babbitt's mom, who killed had her you know did all she could to send her daughter to a cold early grave, clearly because she's a moron. I guess she she likes the attention, though you could tell. Sidewalk. That that was not necessary. So she, they're telling her this. Pla- yeah, you know, they're the Capitol Police. the The Capitol is in session. It's January sixth. The president and all the big wigs. Uh, there's a lot of uh, visitors. I guess the president's at the White House. They're doing their ceremonies, but you know, they're not going to have a repeat of January 6th, but they know that there are the handful of traitors who are uh, there to cause trouble and to proclaim themselves as the victims of January 6th, despite the fact that they are the perps. So this is what happens is uh, Ashley Babbitt's mother walks into the street, a, a closed road, you know, cops close the road, just comply, right? And they tell her, get out of the way, get on the sidewalk. And she refuses. She refuses to move. And he warns her numerous times, if you don't move, I'm going to put you under arrest. That's it. 
and she, she he and she turns around and puts her hands behind her back and so he goes okay how long are you being placed under arrest that was not necessary i'm not discussing it sidewalk we're not discussing it sidewalk now are you under arrest that's how you have to treat them we're not that's how you have to treat them you understand you just don't even engage with them and this is what I mean about those who are called up in front of the their sham uh, Fox News auditions when they have the the committees and all the investigations that are going to be ridiculous. You just have to go back at them. You know, at, don't you have any decency? That kind of stuff. They have to be called out. Say, so I know what you're doing. You're you are. You're putting on a show for because we're going to see you on Fox News later and you're going to tweet it out and you're going to fundraise and you want all the attention because that's all it's, it's about for the Republicans. The, they, want, it's, they want the attention. They don't want to govern. They just want to have a spotlight on them for a, a little bit. So they can, uh, I guess, set themselves up with a cushy lobbying gig or some kind of me- become a, me- a media darling for their fascist dumbasses who, the- who are more than willing to open up their wallets and get- send them portions of their socialist security checks. It's not about governing, as we can see. We don't have a government now. They, I mean, now, let's see, has he failed the 14th vote yet? Let me check. McCarthy gained steam closing in on speakers. I know that there are, there's just a few holdouts, you know, the Never Kevins, the Rapey McForehead, and banned from the bowling alley, Bolbert, and a couple of others, but yeah, whatever. It's not necessary. I'm not discussing it. Sidewalk. See? We're not discussing it. I'm not discussing it. I'm not, it's like dealing with a child. We're not discussing it. No, you have to go to bed. This is your bedtime. No, it's not up for discussion. You, you're just going to bed. Good night. And then you put the baby to bed. That's how you do it. Keep hitting the wrong button here. We're not discussing it. We're not having any discussions. The sidewalk will be placed under arrest. See, look, on the sidewalk, oh, you'll you will be placed under arrest. Then she turns around and puts her hands behind her back. Then she, the guy says, "Okay, get her." What is what? And then they all freak out. You're arresting Ashley Babbitt's mother. Ashley Babbitt's mother. Oh, well, she gets a free pass? It's like Trump, you know, different rules. She she was warned. You know, if somebody, if this were somebody with darker pigment, what would the Republicans do and say? Well, why didn't she comply? She didn't comply. They wouldn't give a shit if the cops beat her with billy clubs, if this person had darker pigment. No, this is Ashley Babbitt's mother. Well, thanks for the warning. Uh, I can't I can't 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Victims. They're the victims, you see? You hear them? You're blocking traffic. I'm not blocking traffic. You are. I know you are, but what am I? But these are the cops. This is their job. They are charged with keeping the capital safe from domestic terrorists like you. And they've chosen to close off this road. That is their prerogative. You know, comply. blocking traffic it's unreal all right hold on all right this is tara devlin we're back we're back thank you for hanging out everybody listen listen if you're on other platforms you want to hang out in the chat room with the greatest people in american history and me um Check out youtube.com slash Sifa channel slash Tara Buster. Come on over and hang out with us. We have a lot of wonderful people in the chat room tonight, as we always do. This is our regular Friday evening. And uh, yeah, come on and meet the OG Tara Busters. And I appreciate it. I really do. We have a good time on Fridays uh, or something. <laughs> We have each other on Fridays. Anyway, but yeah, so you know, um, this is, you know, it's all part of the victim act. They are the victims. You realize this, that they are, if you go on Twitter and you search January 6th or whatnot, um, you'll find a fair amount of right-wingers crying victim. And that's, that's, I mean, well, that's what they do, right? They are the victims. No matter what happens, it, the Republicans are the victims. Even, especially when they're the perpetrators, which is usually the case. Hold on a second. Oh, and uh, another thing, right before we went on air, I thought I should bring this up because it's very um, disgusting. I don't know if you saw that a six-year-old brought a a six-year-old a six-year-old student brought a gun to Virginia school and intentionally shot her teacher. Oh, I mean his teacher. I'm getting it confused because there was a twenty years ago, if you remember, there was another young person, another six-year-old. If I'm not mistaken, same same situation. Who brought a gun to school and shot, but didn't shoot the teacher. Sh- shot a fellow student. If I am not mistaken about this, and I know I'm not. Let me see. I because I have the article and I just can't find it. This is what happens. Right. Let's see. We've learned nothing, but that's that's to be expected. The United States, the, um, we should all be embarrassed by this. When I saw this come over on my notifications on my phone, a six-year-old 
shot her teacher or his teacher. Um, you know, don't you feel embarrassed? I felt embarrassed. I felt bad, of course, for the person who was shot. Can you imagine you're a teacher? They, they don't have enough to fucking put up with. Constantly being vilified by Republicans, always under attack. Always now being inflicted, uh, having Republicans inflict their manias and, and, uh, on the school board, attacking, constantly attacking teachers. They're not doing enough. They're not doing it right. You know, they're teaching too, too much. They're teaching not enough. You know, they got to be everything. They got to be nurse. Ma- I know my, my cousin is a teacher, and it's, I hear it all. I hear... The uh, it's it's heartbreaking too because she was um always she always wanted to be a teacher, you know when she was a little girl, that was her dream. You know, there was no other profession for her, and that's the kind of teachers we want. I mean, when she was little, she would play teacher, you know, set up a little classroom and. That's the kind of people we want teaching because those who have passion for it. But she's now doing it for whatever, 15 years. And it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty disheartening to watch her kind of fall out of love with it, to put it, I don't know, uh, to put it simply to be constantly under attack and then the t- talking about the uh the the way that the, the you know being treated by parents now especially who expect you to be you know expect teachers to be everything you know just not just teachers but babysitters and uh whipping posts as well so hold on a second Let me see, 20 years ago. This is it, yeah. The killing of Kayla Rolland. Kayla Renee Rolland was an American six-year-old girl from Mount Morris Township, Michigan, who was fatally shot on February 29th uh, of 2000 by a six-year-old male classmate at the Buell Elementary School in Beecher Community School District, the boy had found a gun while living at his uncle's house. The house was a crack house where guns were frequently traded for drugs. The killing drew worldwide attention due to the particularly young ages of the victim and the perpetrator. Rollin was the youngest school shooting victim in the United States until Sandy Hook. And her assailant remains the youngest fatal school shooting perpetrator to date and the second youngest school perpetrator in general. The boy was not charged with murder because of his age, but the elementary school closed in 2002 and was demolished. This is what we do. You know, we just bulldoze it over. Try not to think about it, about the horror, until the next time, until the next... victim next school shooting and it's coming don't worry it's coming that's the other thing that teachers got to worry about how could i forget you know you got to worry about you're taking your life into your hands 
because of these filthy Republicans who want to everybody armed. This is, I, I can't wait till somebody walks into the Capitol with a gun. Now, it don't, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. We know that Republicans are violent. They stoke violence. They use the imagery of violence all the time. And what does that do? It inspires, the, it inspires violence. So, let's see, the boy had been living with his mother. She was evicted from her home and had been unable to pay rent with the $175 weekly wage she received from two jobs she worked under Michigan's welfare-to-work program. You see? This is the Republicans. Everything is, all of this, that tragedy 20 years ago is entirely of Republican making. Both boys then shared a single sofa as a bed at their uncle's house. The home where the uncle lived with the 19-year-old man was a crack house where guns were frequently traded for drugs. At some point, the child found a loaded Davis Industries 32 caliber handgun. The boy was known to have behavioral issues and was made to stay after school every day for swearing, giving people the finger, pinching, and hitting. Some weeks before the shooting, he stabbed a girl with a pencil. It's unreal. But this is because, you know, there are no services. There's, there's only punishment if you're somebody who is born on the wrong side of Reaganomics. You know, this woman working two jobs, leaving her kids at uh, her brother's house so they could sleep on the couch while people smoked crack and traded guns for drugs. Because you got to go to your two uniquely American low-paying jobs in order to get any public assistance. You know, she should have just married a billionaire. So that's our culture, culture of life we got here, right? Jesus Christ. On February 29, 2000, the boy brought the firearm along with a knife with him to school. Further in the day... During a change of class, he fatally shot six-year-old Kayla Rollin in the presence of a teacher and 22 other students when they were moving up a floor on the stairs saying to her, I don't like you, before pulling the trigger. The bullet entered her right arm and traveled through a vital artery. At 10.29 a.m., Rollin was pronounced dead at Hurley Medical Center while in cardiac arrest. He then threw the handgun into the trash and fled to a nearby restroom. He was found there in the corner by a teacher and taken into police custody, held in custody until Genesee County Family Independence Agency could determine his placement. Jesus Christ. Anyway, well, that was 20 years ago and nothing's changed. What's what in fact it's worse. It's absolutely, we learn nothing, we do nothing, and all that matters is one pasty-faced white lickspittle gets, uh, gets the cushy job of his dreams. You know? Oh, the other thing, I gotta play this because I was gonna vomit today. And if I'm gonna vomit, I'm taking you all with me. I was watching MSNBC. You know, it drives me insane, this uh, Steve Kornacki at the big board. 
and the way that they continuously play, uh, you know, the horse race, the way that they're reporting on what's going. Of course, you report about, it, I, but I, the nonstop. How many times do we have to go through the fact that Kevin McCarthy is a freaking failure? Why don't you do some stories about that in between, you know, this shit? Listen to this. Where is it? Where is it? Here we go. I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. Any of them voting present. If you did that, you wouldn't actually need to pick up an affirmative vote from any of these six holdouts and you could win the speakership. So could they get two to vote for McCarthy? Could they get three to vote present? And the other scenario would be, could you get one to vote for McCarthy and one to vote present? Because if you got one to vote present, the threshold would come to 217, and then that one voting for McCarthy would get you up to 217. So there are a couple ways added here that could combine getting people to vote for McCarthy, getting present votes, or maybe just getting three present votes. You get three present votes from these six, that would be enough to make him speaker. Generally speaking, in terms of the districts, these are Republicans from deeply Republican districts. The political incentive that might be behind some of uh, Rosendale's rhetoric or actions this week that a lot of people are talking about is the likelihood of his Senate candidacy in 2024. Interestingly enough, of all of these candidates, the one from the closest thing, closest approximation to a swing district is Lauren Boebert. Her district voted for Donald Trump by just eight points in 2020. And of course, Boebert just survived her reelection by the skin of her teeth. She actually had an extremely close reelection race. So Boebert here is the closest to a swing district Republican, the closest on the long list of holdouts that we've been seeing all week with Scott Perry from Pennsylvania. Is everybody, huh? Huh? You got, where is, where is Kamala? Where is Kamala? Talking about ISIS like KKK. We got the- of them voting <laughs> present to go freedom caucus chair ended up breaking and going with mccarthy let me cl- i want to clarify two things steve and then i want to pick up on that thread and just to say a thread that you're laying down here um because there are three scenarios that get kevin mccarthy to the speakership Who tonight i want to be cares? super crystal clear and laying them out for our audience but i want to check one thing if one person flips and votes mccarthy it would only take then one person voting present or not, yeah, and so not here's, two. Okay. Here's how that oh would work, God. right? We're, we're saying with those two more coming back, it gets him to 216, right? And, and 434 in, in the chamber what? total. Which a waste means, right? of life. And that's with, yes, and, and that's the key. 434 right. voting members. And when there's 434, the magic number Holy is 218 because that's 50% plus one. Right. Now, if you pick up one, if you're Kevin McCarthy, 217, okay? Yeah. Democrats stay at 212. Now there are five left on this board. Let's say four vote against you, but one vote's present, right? Now there are 433 official votes cast. And 50% plus one of 433 is 217. That present vote reduces the magic number to 217. And you're at 217 then if you're McCarthy. So get one of these six to vote for Kevin McCarthy and get one of these six to vote present. And you can then afford four voting against you. So that's another way at it for them. Got it. So three scenarios. Number one, Straight up, two people flip and vote McCarthy. Scenario one. Scenario number two. Three people who are currently voting for Jim Jordan vote. Scenario what? 
Third scenario, one person who's not voting for Kevin McCarthy flips to McCarthy and one person votes present. That's yep. how he gets it done at 10 o'clock tonight? All three of those work. Copy. Steve, oh thank you very much. God. I want to talk more about something Steve mentioned, which is the possibility of local, right, district politics coming into play here. It's, it is enough to make you flip the fuck out, right? Like, huh? It is everybody! Huh? 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 You got it. Where, where is, where is Kamala? Kamala? Where is Where's Kamala? But I, when I was watching that, I was like, my mind, I could feel my brain go numb listening to that. Who cares? We got three different scenarios. Can Kevin McCarthy get to 218? Who effing cares? It's a shit show. It's a clown show. You know? It doesn't, what, what does that do? You know, when they, the, the only thing that we can say um, that we could be thankful for is that the, the Republicans aren't getting on with the business of uh, investigations and Hunter Biden's laptop, that they're, that they're constipated. And thank goodness for that. Because when they get, finally pick a speaker... And he's going to be a disgrace, no matter who he is. And it's going to be a he, of course. It's, uh, you know, it, it won't matter because they all suck. Really? Oh, and the other thing, you know, yesterday we were talking about that uh, the, uh, the darker pigment person that they, that they proposed, Lauren Boebert. You know, that um, they were going to, what's his name, Byron, is it Byron Donalds? Byron Donalds? By, and I never heard of this guy, Byron Donalds. And who, um, Byron Donalds. Corey Bush called a prop. Yeah, Byron Donalds. You know why we haven't heard of him? Because he's only been in the um the the house for two years he was sworn in at the same time that cory bush was sworn in so i mean he's a prop he is a prop they are props they use people you notice how next they how they you know because um what's his name hakeem jeffries is qualified right so they but they had to have a, a match to play the match game so they then they propose byron donalds and then they're accused of using byron donalds as a prop so then they got to get another darker pigment guy to get up there and speak but i, I mean to think that Byron Donald, who's been in the House for two years, is qualified to be the Speaker of the House. Is It says everything that they are, you know, uh, using him as a prop. Anyway. Where are we? The other thing I want to say, yeah, here we go. A couple of things. This never stops, though. Hold on a second. I just got to look at the time. Holy moly. How's everybody doing in the chat? What am I missing? Wait a minute. Oh, shit. I hear something is playing. What is playing in my ear? 
There's an ad playing. I hate when that happens. You know? Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can you hear that? Jesus Christ. I know it's the hill. It always does that. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, give me a break. I can't believe this. Where is it? Can you hear that? <laughs> Bing bong. Oh my God. Why can't I find it? It's really, really bad. Okay, I'm gonna have to shut all these windows. Sorry. The show is going off the rails. That's okay. We have each other. Oh my god, what is happening? Oh, I found it. There's an ad. I hate when that happens. I have a, I have 20 windows open and one of the windows starts playing an ad and it just takes over my headset. So, all right, all right, we're back, we're back. Did I, let me see, let me see. All right, what is the next story? Oh yeah, here we go. Um, well, a couple of things. So yesterday we were talking about George Santos and we will continue to talk about him. And I noticed that the Republicans, you know, no, they forgive and forget, right? Um, they're kind of talking to him now. And he was hanging out with perjury trader Green. He was yucking it up. Um, they, I don't know if, I really don't know if this happens, but they, he, if you, if you look, it seems like he flashed a white power symbol. Let's see, George Santos, white power. When he cast his a tenth, eleventh vote for Kevin McCarthy, I don't know. It could be. It kind of did look like he did, but it could be. I don't know. Of course, he can say he did it by accident, but I it would I wouldn't put it past him because he is a filthy racist. It's not out of the realm of possibility that a you know, um, uh, a a con man who was, um, you know, uh, running for Congress while on his Twitter feed he had pictures of M Barack and Michelle Obama as apes. So, you know, and the Republicans are racists. It looked like he kind of did it underhandedly. He was like, yes, it... It's not a, I don't know. It didn't seem natural, you know. It looked like he was doing it on the sly. But, you know, who knows. He's a sick dirtbag. But, anyway. Um, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. But what what does it matter? No. It just goes to show you who he is. And... That's what Trump does, too. He dog whistles to his base, the Nazi base. 
you know, the QAnon base, the calm before the storm. He throws them little bones. He plays QAnon music. He, he gives them just enough to, to keep them hooked. So they're open their wallets and send him portions of their socialist security checks. That's the truth. Well, and everything, so the, George Santos is a liar. We know that. They're all liars, though. And here's another example. Steve Scalise raises money on a phony threat by liberals to expel Amy Coney Barrett. Okay, this is today. You know, they, he's the other one. If you watch corporate media, he they keep throwing his name out there. What about Steve Scalise? Can they all coalesce around Steve Scalise? You know, Steve Scalise, there's a lot of goodwill for Steve Scalise because he was shot. You know, when he was, well, his life was saved by a, a lesbian of who had darker pigment. And, um, but don't worry, Steve Scalise didn't take uh, that into consideration when he voted against her marriage. So, you know, that's who the Republicans are. And he also, I always remember when he was in the hospital and then he, you know, and he came out, he recovered from his gunshot thanks to the quick work of uh, the Secret Service, the lesbian who would take a bullet for this, um, for David Duke without the baggage. And that's what Steve Scalise calls himself. Yeah, but they're not racist, right? They're not using racism. That's offensive to even... Uh, to even suggest it but Steve Scalise who uh, I mean, it's so tedious listening to the corporate media elevate these these grifters these racists these these domestic terrorists these threats against democracy if in between all of that uh, Steve Kornacki at the big board bullshit, maybe they could do a story on, on how Steve Scalise, the, the, the so-called moderate alternative to Kevin McCarthy, is sending out fundraising emails with uh, trying to trigger people like Ashley Babbitt into thinking that you know liberals are doing something that they're not. Now I wish this was happening, frankly. I really do. But it's not. So here's from Right Wing Watch. Steve Scalise, whose name has been floated as a possible alternative to Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House, is raising money from right wing activists based on a phony threat that Trump nominated Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett is at risk of being replaced with a liberal activist appointed by Joe Biden. And that's in his mailer. Liberal activist appointed by Joe Biden, explanation point. Exclamation, not explanation. Uh, an urgent fundraising email sent Tuesday evening warned that the liberal mob is rushing to collect hundreds of thousands of signatures to remove our beloved conservative Supreme Court and replace her with a liberal activist appointed by Joe Biden. Oh, my God. The Scalise email goes uh, goes on to say, but it gets worse. B the big, big Democrat names are now calling her nomination illegitimate and laying the groundwork for expelling her, exp all in caps. 
in reality, there is absolutely no threat that Amy Coney Barrett will be expelled, especially with Republicans controlling the House. Only one Supreme Court justice has ever been impeached by the House in 1804. In that case, the Senate failed to convict and remove the justice, which would require two-thirds of a vote by the Senate. The supposedly urgent threat that Team Scalise is hyping to get the right-wing activists to send him money is a petition listing, listed on change.org that has yet to reach 15,000 signatures, even though it was posted years ago, okay? But according to Scalise, okay, the story is developing in real time. So somebody put up a, a, a petition two years ago, you know, didn't get much traction. And Steve Scalise is now using this to trigger people like Ashley Babbitt into thinking that, you know, into sending him money. That's what it is. I mean, whatever. If you want to fundraise, go for it. But to fundraise off of shit that's actually happening. But this is another example of it doesn't matter that Republicans are not sincere. They're not sincerely or they're not negotiating in good faith. They're not operating in good faith. They're not fit. And they, they are the enemies, the domestic enemies that the founders warned us about. Because why would, I mean, have a difference of opinion. That's fine. Fundraise. That's fine. But fundraise over shit that, you know, is actually happening. It's so, it's not, it's not enough that we have to continuously just con fight these fuckers legally and peacefully and keep it moving, but we always have to fight all of their lies constantly. It's like we don't have enough time to work on the shit that's actually real because we're always deflecting these lies. And they, they continue to lie to see what sticks, you know, what what uh, the morons grab onto. Steve Scalise has plenty of things to fundraise over. This is what's so confusing to me. But he's supposed to be a an alternative, you know, to um, Kevin McCarthy. He's oh, he a lot of people like him, but they do. I hate him. I mean, legally and peacefully, I don't like him because he's you know somebody who f looked death in the face and came back and reassured his Republican co-conspirators that don't worry, I haven't changed at all. I haven't changed it. He voted against health care. Remember, there's a, um, I think I might have that, Steve Scalise, a video of him when the, the House of Representatives voted to overturn Obamacare and they all went over to Trump in the Rose Garden and they all had a big, big party taking health care for millions of people. Hey, and there was Steve Scalise applauding like a, one of those monkeys with the symbols. All right, this is the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And we will win. I'm going to run out of time, but check out APS Radio News. 
we are on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. YouTube.com slash see for channel slash Tara Buster. I'll see you soon. All right. Right in under the wire. So let's see. Um, if Democrats take control of the Supreme Court, Oh, wait, here's, here's the email. Democrats were furious when Republicans appointed Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. They knew she would stand up for our pro-life values, you, which you have none. You, you're not pro-life, and you have no values. Well, your values are make the rich richer, kiss the ass of, of con men wherever they roam, high and low. And, uh, and feather your own nests. That's it. That's their values. Feather your own nests at the, uh, at the detriment, to the detriment of everyone else. Don't think about anybody but yourself. Fundraise. Pretend to be uh, a real Christian when you hate Christ and everything he stood for. Oh, they really are repugnant. They really are. I'm trying to find this video. It may it makes me ugh want to puke. Oh, and you know, it's Steve Scalise. That's he's the other one who was uh, saying, "Where was Nancy Pelosi on January 6th? She did you know she fa faltered. She f she was the one preventing. You know that's the right wing lie that's out there. She stopped the National Guard or whatever, which is bullshit. And then we have video. We literally have video of her on the phone trying to get the National Guard activated, going around Trump and the and the and all of his co-conspirators, talking to different governors. But and then the, we have video of Steve Scalise standing right there, lying. Right? He's li He's standing right there. But then we have video of him talking about how where was Nancy? Well, you all you gotta do is look to your left, Steve. We got video of you standing right next to her while she's on the phone, speakerphone, talking with the governors and organizing a response that to to the terrorist attack that you helped enable that's who this that's who these people are you see they have no integrity they have no um they don't care about the american people they're not in government for altruism how many times i got to say it's really true they don't get into government it's not, not like bernie sanders or others who are inspired to get into government because they literally, they really do want to make the world a better place, right? If you can go back in Bernie's history and when he was a young council member and, uh, and say he had the same values, working class values, leave no one behind. And he puts his money where his mouth is. He puts his actions are speak volumes but what are, what are the, I mean, the Republicans do, except, you know, they, they like the fact that Steve Scalise was shot because 
they could use that as a, uh, a both sides example. See, it's not, we're not violent. See, it was a left winger who shot Steve Scalise. So you see both sides, both sides do it when we know that's bullshit, of course. Yeah. And even though, yeah, he was shot by uh, a Bernie Sanders supporter, but in no way, shape or form did Bernie instigate it or enable it uh, you know you didn't see days after people wearing bernie i mean uh steve scalise halloween costumes and yucking it up right you see how vile they are really if democrats take control of the supreme court they'll destroy our conservative legacy in the blink of an eye Scalise wrote, urging activists to sign a pro-Barrett petition before the radical left impeaches her. It's incredible. The email exhorts readers to send money to help Scalise save Barrett from nothing, from a thing that's not happening. He's going to save her. It's like Trump's everything. It's like all his Save America pack that didn't, he didn't even bother to set up. Right. And that was another thing that came out in the January 6th commission. All of the 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 donations that these morons sent to Trump. He didn't even bother to set up a pack, you know, the Save America pack. It didn't exist. It went right to Trump's pockets. You stupid, sad Ashley Babbitt morons. Everything is a grift. Everything. They have no decency. And here, here's another example. Here's Donald Trump Jr. Guess what he's selling? With American Judeo-Christian values under attack, there could be no better time than to re-up our commitment to America and to the Christian values that this country was founded on. Go check out the We the People Bible, made in America, printed in America, assembled in America. You're going to love it. And I think the people in your life probably need it too can you believe this you say you don't have i guess because uh, the bible is in public domain so you don't got to pay anybody just get these these bibles printed up at some chinese factory you got a lot of patents i mean your, your sister has a lot of connections due to all the uh, fast track patents and uh, the cheap Chinese sweatshop made shoes that she is um, so apt uh, or, you know, she's such a great businesswoman. You know, she makes a lot of knockoff crap in China. I mean, it's so, they're so vile. He's selling Bibles as if he ever opened a Bible. Do you think they ever went to church? They're not, they have no ideology except money, make money, use morons, trigger morons to, in whatever way you can. I mean, just when you think that they've, they've hit bottom, they go lower. The trap door opens and there they go. The we, the people Bible. And when he says it's printed in America, bullshit, bullshit. 
I highly doubt it. Made in America, printed in America. It's incredible. Guys, with Judeo America's Judeo Christian values under attack? Yeah, there's uh there's only 80, what is it? 80 something percent, 89% Christians in America is under attack. Let's see. How many Christians? I know I've asked this question before. How many Christians? Wait, wait, wait. Died of what? Wait, wait. I'm just looking at how many people died of COVID yesterday. It came up. Well, we've had 1.1 million dead. Anyway, whatever. Uh, how many? How many Christians in America? Guys, Christianity is the most prevalent religion in the United States. Well, fake Christianity, I would say. Oh, it's only 63%? I thought it was 80. That can't be right. Let me see. What's the most popular religion in America? Most popular religion is Christianity, comprising the ma ma the majority, 73%, this says, with the majority of American Christians belonging to Protestant denomination. Okay. It's under attack. Guys, guys, buy this Bible. They got no shame. Yeah. And Pookie's mama on the chat, Scalise is one of the worst of them. He is. He really is. He said it himself, David Duke without the baggage. And that was his selling point. He was telling that to another right winger as, you know, one of his selling points. He's a racist like the rest of them. And, you know, he's so racist he doesn't, he doesn't even know when to, uh, you know, when he's being racist and then he gets called out. He also, oh yeah, remember he went and spoke at, to a Nazi group? Let me see, what was this? He, and then he said, I regret giving a speech to a white supremacy group. Louisiana rep Steve Scalise is in, this was in 2015 in full damage control and has publicly apologized for a 2002 speech to a white supremacist group. Speaker John Boner and other GOP leaders issued statements of support for Scalise in an organized effort to limit the political fallout and the scandal and keep the Louisiana Rep Republican in his job as House Mi Majority Whip. In a statement released Tuesday afternoon, Scalise called his appearance before the European American Unity and Rights Organization, an extremist group founded by former Ku Klux Klan leader David Duke, a mistake, he said. It's a mistake I regret, and I added that he rejected the organization's racist ideology. Bullshit. Bullshit. Twelve years ago, I spoke to many different Louisiana groups at a state as a state representative trying to build support for legislation focused on cutting wasteful state spending, which means what? 
right? It means whatever uh, government is you know, Goldilocks government. That's what they're all about. It's the size of government is just right only in ways that serve them or they perceive it serves them. And when they talk about cutting wasteful spending, they mean going after brown people. Anything that helps brown people or people with darker pigment or some targeted minority group, anything that helps anyone, well, in general, anything that helps anyone except them, to help themselves, yeah, but eliminating government corruption and stopping tax hikes. One of the many groups I spoke to regarding this critical legislation group uh, was a group uh, whose views I wholeheartedly condemn, except when he said, I'm David Duke without the baggage. But okay, it was a mistake. I regret and I emphatically oppose the divisive racial and religious views like these. Like these? I am disappointed that anyone would try to infer otherwise. It's sort of like, what they now they're saying oh you're not a prop i'm not a prop you're a prop i reject that hateful bigotry i know those who know me best yeah i have some black friends right have always been passionate about help look at byron whatever his name is byron donalds see we got byron donalds over here and I will continue to do so in a statement, blah, blah, blah. Boner calls Khalees a man of high integrity and character. What, th but these people, they're, oh, they're, isn't it weird how they are always accidentally speaking to Nazi groups? This happens a lot to Republicans. They, are, they accidentally hang out with Nazis. Trump eats with Nazis. Perjury Trader Green speaks at a Nazi event. They're always accidentally bumping into Nazis. How does this happen? I don't think I've ever accidentally went and spoke to Nazis or went to an event with Nazis. It's never happened. It's weird. That's what, you know, they're, they're but they want to lead, right? These are Republicans. They're leaders, they can't not, they can't uh, not, what am I saying? They can't stop accidentally hanging out with Nazis, but they, they want to lead. And they're disgusting. These are disgusting people. They reject everything. They reject the ideology of hate. Bullshit. Here's another disgusting person, for example. White nationalist Vincent James would happily live in a society where they throw gays off of roofs. See, this is who they are. This is like the, you know, like uh, Nick Fuentes. These are the Republicans. Listen to this. This is from Right Wing Watch. Like, who cares how they treat homosexuals? Why do we have to, like, measure things based on how they treat homosexuals? Right. Can't we measure things based on everything else? Like, why does that always have to be the most <laughs> wow. important thing? Isn't this yeah. incredible? Oh, they throw gays off buildings. So? How does their who train cares? system work? Is my train going to be 12 hours late? Oh, no? 
oh, okay, well, I'll look the other way while they're throwing some gay dude off. <laughs> this guy is gay, by the way. There, There's no doubt in my mind that if all gays turned purple, he would look like a Teletubby. There's no doubt. Because he just, I get that gay, gaydar vibe from him. He's a dirtbag, Vincent James. And, uh, yeah, but this is, this is who they are. This is what they sound like. All of them. Republicans. <laughs> if my train's going to be on time and they're going to serve me a meal. So what, what, which serve one would you, you rather meal. have? Nice trains country. to be on time, society to function or, um, society to be completely dysfunctional, you know, yeah. and they throw gays off roofs or society to be society to be completely dysfunctional and totally homosexual and they're Compl so society listen to the way he puts it um society to be completely dysfunctional which one would you rather be on time and they're going to serve me a meal serve you one meal so what what which one would you rather have nice trains country. to be on time society to function or um society to be completely dysfunctional you know, yeah. and they throw gays off roofs. See, completely dysfunctional to Republicans means that we live in a in a society that respects human beings, respects each other, dignity, diversity, humanity, decency. That's completely, you know, dysfunctional to Republicans. So, and they don't seem to see that a society that throws gaze off of roofs is dysfunctional even when you have trains running on time they are nazis they're the perfect nazis they remind me uh they 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 remind me of nazis because they are nazis like the nazis or the good germans who were all about um you know they loved the autobahn they love that hitler built the autobahn And well, who know? Who cares if your neighbors disappeared in the middle of the night? This is that's the kind of society Republicans are building. You understand? This is the kind of person who is on Twitter now again, thanks to Elon Musk. But then this is what they're talking about. When they're being canceled, they don't want to be canceled from... Uh, they, don't, they want no consequences for this violent, abhorrent rhetoric that inspires violence against tar targeted minority groups. And they think it's funny. They, this is, you know, well, free speech, free speech, Fine. But that doesn't mean you get to be hosted. You know, they're upset because they get deep. They got at the, in the past when Twitter was run by somewhat human beings. You know, they got deplatformed when they were stoking violence against minority groups. But, yeah, uh, now it's, hey, that's, that's freedom of speech. See, with, with freedom... They, they want no responsibilities, like everything else. I mean, it's just another example that they want freedom. Freedom for, for them, freedom for me, not for thee. They want no responsibilities to each other, like babies. 
They don't want anybody to have uh, any any reaction to their their disgusting rhetoric. And if that's the case, it's uh, they're they're free speech. They're just free speech absolutist. Which that's how it starts. You know, the the Holocaust does didn't start with. The, you know, it didn't start with the ovens or the trains and the concentration camps. It started with speech. And these pigs, no offense to pigs, they think, you know, it's just funny. But this is why we live, you, you want to talk about a dysfunctional society? A, a, a functional society is a, the trains run on time and somebody gives you a meal, but people are being thrown off of roofs, according to these Nazis. And, oh, White Boy Wednesday. That's the name of this, I guess, show he's doing. And it's, they're, they're vile. They're disgusting. But they find an audience, you know? I don't I I don't know why anybody would want to spend their limited lifespan being a disgusting filthy racist but sometimes I guess it can't be helped because it goes hand in hand well racist and uh, homophobe um uh, and transphobe but it goes hand in hand with low IQ we know that because we there's they have done studies Low IQ is there, it is directly linked to bigotry. And that's why Republicans are, you know, they are, they use these people. They, they turn them into, they give, they give them, uh, you know, a, a home. They fill their head with bullshit and then they set them loose on this society that they pretend to love on the country they pretend to love we have to live in the consequences we got to live with these people we're the ones out here you know who are who will are putting our asses you know on the line because uh, when the republicans let loose the freaks into civilization right we, you know, normal people have to live in the consequences of the Republicans' action while they're, you know, uh, trying to become Speaker of the House. It's fucking disgusting. It's unbelievable. But here's uh, the Good Liars. I thought this was, well, this, I was on the Good Liars um, Twitter feed. Here's because it's January 6th there here here this is a perfect example of a trump anzi hold on what do you all feel about the events of January 6th uh a lot of that was antifa really um yes why why would antifa interrupt the certification of an election in which their candidate w won wouldn't they want him to be certified uh, it just, it, they uh, just want to disrupt 
in any way possible. Do you, do you think do you think Antifa wanted him to be president? I guess is what I'm what I'm asking. Yes. Yeah. So why would they interrupt the certification of the vote on January 6th? Well, it's, it's, if you, it's just like, if you have a... You see, he, he can't. He just sur- yeah, short-circuited. It, it doesn't make sense, right? Like, why would they would do that? Well. <laughs> well. Hmm. It doesn't make sense, but keep on, uh, keep on putting bullshit in their minds. And look at them, you know, look at their shirts. Flags. Everywhere a flag. But they hate everything about this country. Honey, Junior. Here he is. He's back. Here's another thing I thought was funny from the Good Liars. Here on January 6th, in the biggest gathering of losers in Washington, D.C., in a long, long time. <laughs> Here's one now. I'm going to have you take one of me. Yes, sir. What would you say to Donald Trump if you were talking to him right now? I'd say you're the greatest president of our lifetime. And I'm 65, and I've seen a lot going on that is so false and fraudulent. It sickens me. And I will die standing in my boots as a patriot for this please? country. Pretty please? If this goes wrong, it's not going to be good. There you have it. <laughs> I just love the way he <laughs> he started it. Here on January 6th, in the biggest gathering of losers in Washington, D.C. in a long, long time. Here's one now. Hey, I'm gonna have- <laughs> I love that. That was actually January 6th, two years ago. But I don't get the whole, um, you know, um, worship of the con man. It's incredible. The guy literally started crying. Talking about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the greatest president. Why? Because, you know why? He's racist like they are. He gave them permission to be racist. He made it cool to for them you know to be racist to be hateful to you know uh act like assholes to be an overgrown schoolyard bully that's what they want to do that's they they fantasize about that because that's all they are you know they they like him because he's just as ignorant as they are he's just as stupid just as vile just as um, impe- <clears throat> excuse me, impenetrable um, to uh, new ideas, nothing that you can't graft a new idea on a closed mind, as we say in the rooms. But but Donald Trump and the Republicans, they never change with new information. It's incredible. But that's I guess that is it. I mean, that's really why they love him. Because while the world keeps evolving and leaving them behind, that is that causes anxiety for them. And so they feel they know they're being left behind and they don't like it. The world keeps changing 
they keep being, you know, the world um, expects them not to be bigots anymore, right? Not to be racists openly. And they don't like that. So Donald Trump rolled back the the just basic decency and that's the world they like to live in because they can't it's like they just can't keep up i know i mean it really that's it in a nutshell they can't keep up with a with an ever-changing modern world and um yeah they'd rather blow the whole fucking thing up which is why i mean they hate they hate democracy it really is the truth because it requires them to to grow and not to be racist and to maybe compromise and be an adult and understand the bigger picture. But they would much rather, they want a daddy to save them from, from that, the kind of society that the United States was founded to to foster, you know, the general welfare, a nation of immigrants, the diversity the general welfare, the, P, the E pluribus unum, everyone at the table. They can't handle it. That's it in a nutshell. And they will never change. So we just have to keep evolving without them. The, the, the scary part is that, you know, they just have a, too much power now. And especially for the next two years, it's, uh, it is terrifying especially, you know, getting back to Ron DeSantis for a second, it, thinking about him, because when you listen to the corporate media, they, they, they do constantly portray him as a reasonable alternative to Trump. Well, well the Republicans are all, they're picking Trump in polls. I mean, uh, they're picking DeSantis over Trump, and it's driving Trump crazy. And they present Ron DeSantis as if he's not a fascist as if he's just another, you know, Republican choice. He's a, he is a, he's a frightening wannabe autocrat just like Trump. And in fact, he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, well, here's, well, we know this. This is another thing that drives me insane is that when they talk about how he won Florida, they always leave out the part about how he literally drew the map of Florida, the gerrymandered map, that gerrymandered Democratic districts out of existence. So, you know, that's the story that they should, that, that should always put the story of Ron DeSantis in context. Not that he won by 20 points, but that he is a fascist who will do anything for power. And God help us if he succeeds on a national scale. Yes, <laughs> I mean, th- thinking about everything he does, literally uh, right out of the Nazi playbook, putting unqualified flunkies in positions of power, literally uh, t- uh, talking, uh, you know, reach, uh, what are you talking about, Darren Devlin, you know, changing uh, education. I don't know why I just called myself by my own name. I hate that. I hate when other people do that. I was trying to talk myself um, into, you know, 
not babbling or something. I don't know. All right. Jesus Christ. Starting to, this is from Ron DeSantis. Starting today, the ship is turning around. New College of Florida, under governor's new appointees, will refocus on our founding mission of providing a world-class quality education with exceptional focus on the classics, which means that any discussion not framed through the lens of white patriarchal hierarchy is off the table. Forget about it. It's this is it is frightening. It is right out of the Nazi playbook. But anyway, let me see. I'm just looking at the time. We only have three minutes left. There's no more stories. I mean, there are many stories. I just can't really start them. Like the story about conservative leader Schlapp sexually assault accused of sexually assaulting a Herschel Walker campaign staffer. I was going to talk about that. Matt Schlapp, major Republican figure who is a chairman of the conservative political action Co- coalition, CPAC, you know, the one who invites uh, all the fascists to come speak and then they go speak in Hungary and all that because they want to turn America into an illiberal democracy like Hungary, is accused of groping Herschel Walker's Senate campaign staff member in an October in October during a campaign visit. Of course he did it. Of course he did it. Because that's what it means to be a Republican. You know, you get to grab people by the pussy, whether they want it or not. The unnamed staffer described as a man, okay... What did I tell you? In his late 30s, alleged slap put his hand on me in a sustained and unsolicited and unwanted manner while driving Schlapp home from a bar. One senior Walker campaign official confirmed to NBC News that the staff member immediately reported the incident, adding that the campaign worked to remove the staffer from driving Schlapp to future events. The staffer is now weighing possible legal action against Schlapp, noting he previously deferred going public with allegations because of concerns of the scandal involving Schlapp would negatively affect Walker's Senate campaign. Schlapp's lawyers, Charlie Spies, told the Daily Beast that allegations were an attack on Schlapp and denied any improper behavior. Matt Schlapp, of CPAC grabbed my junk and pummeled it at length. And I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell is going on? That this person is literally doing this to me, the staffer said in a video. <laughs> Describe it, describing the incident to the Daily Beast. What Though Schlapp has denied the allegations, it is unknown whether the staff member will go public or file a lawsuit. In addition... Uh, two possible lawsuits against Schlapp. Spies said he has, he is evaluating legal options in response to the Daily Beast reporting the incident, which you know, I'm sure, is coming in two weeks. Like Trump's, all the lawsuits that Trump says he's going to file when that nothing comes of it because if that happens, then we get discovery 
uh, this the process of discovery, and uh, he is uh, made to be, uh, you know, uh, it's confirmed. All of the the abhorrent behavior is confirmed. All right, listen, guys, what did I tell you? Of course, they're all repressed. You know. They hate themselves. Get help, Republicans. Stop inflicting it on us because we're on the right side of history. Decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We will win. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. Thank you, Barry, for your super chat. And thank you for hanging out, everyone, tonight. We will have more shows. More shows are coming. I'm telling you. Let's just check on. Let me see what's happening on the Huffington Post. See if he won yet. Oh, shit. They're doing a 14th vote as we speak. Kevin McCarthy may be on the brink of becoming speaker after 13 failed attempts. Several Republicans who opposed McCarthy flipped their votes. But during those votes, after a series of concessions, McCarthy peeled off. Who cares? Fuck this. The flip votes, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. The Freedom Caucus wants to create maximum gridlock in Congress this year. Specifically, they want to prevent votes on legislation that funds the government or allows the Treasury to sell bonds to pay for basic government services. Can you believe this? It's going it's going to. Oh, my God. Who votes for these people? Who? Unless they can extract major spending concessions from Democrats in return. The only way you're going to get a balanced budget is to make cuts. Asked if Social Security cuts, um, Social Security should be up for cuts. Norman, who's Norman? Somebody's Norman. One of these freaks said, everything is in that pot. What did I tell you? They're coming for Socialist Security. What did we tell you? You know? But, oh no, they'll never do it. Throughout the week, McCarthy's backers have tried to downplay what is a colossal disaster that it's been for him, his party, and the organizing at the House, blah, 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 blah. Sure looks messy, said Representative Mike Gallagher. But democracy is messy. Fuck you. You're messy. Oh, my God. All right. Listen, listen. Thank you, Barry, for your super chat. How's it going with your cute little emoji? Thank you, guys, for hanging out. I really appreciate it. Thank you for all you do and for sharing the show with your friend. Thank you, Jim, for everything and being a moderator. Thank you, Haiku. For helping, not just helping, but being the original moderator of the Tara Buster show and a emotional support, that's for sure. Thank you, Jim and Richard and Barry, for your your support of the sh- uh, financial support of the show this evening, and for APS Radio News for helping Tara Buster keep going and growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's right. Pookie's mama says a con has never seen a dollar they didn't want to steal. That is true. Very much. That's right. About Social Security. All right, patriots. Remember, I'm not sure what day. But, uh, I, you know, usually our show is on a Wednesday, so we try. I, If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And uh, maybe one day we'll... We'll... Uh, We'll realize the dream of a daily show at a set time. I know, Paradu, we really need to flush all these traitors. It's incredible. I just don't get it. Who votes for them? Who votes for these people? They're sick. They're all effed up. All right, my friends, listen up. Listen, listen, listen. Like I said, we will win. Where's Junior? Where'd he go? Oh, he's sitting by the AC. <laughs> All right, my friends. Uh, my name is Tara Devil, and remember, we will win. Tell your friends about the show. Invite them to hang out on Friday nights and other nights. Share the show with your friends. Support our sponsors. You know, you got, we all have to do things. I got to do things. You got to do things. I can't do this without you, that's for sure. And I wouldn't want to either. So, uh... Let me see, let me see. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. And I will see you. Please stay safe. Stay strong. Remember, you can also reach out on our Discord page. We have a Discord page. You can stay in touch during the week. And somebody just rang my bell at a quarter to 11. I don't know why. But I will see you very soon. Whoops. Whoops.